Can you not put a noise gate on it now? No, I don't know that there's noise gating on this. We're gatekeeping the sound. Oh, well, maybe Actually, have a look. Let's have a look. Yeah, you can apply filters in OBS. Filter, expander, noise Hashtag gate. There we no go. Filter. There you go. Noise gate. Don't worry me, I'm just here for fucking nothing. Shut up. You're the woman on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what voice this is. We don't talk about noise gate. We we had Hashtag noise gate. <laughs> um now what? Dylan, walk him through noise gate. So you just gotta set the threshold at which you don't want things to come through. Oh, okay. Say something, Dill. <coughs> okay, it's the same <laughs> It's the same threshold. Well, Welcome to APFM, a podcast for men. This is pilot episode number three. This is number three. And we're figuring out the sound. And we're we're keeping it in. Fuck it, we'll do it live. We're keeping it in. Are there templates? Can you just do a template? Wow, yeah. We've got Woo. a real live woman in studio, woman explaining to us how to use OBS. One. Yeah, OBS. Go. Oh, bitch, shut up. Wow. <laughs> oh, bitch. Oh. <laughs> okay. Here's to the ones that we love. <laughs> okay. Welcome to APFM. A podcast for men, pilot episode three. Here's to the ones that we got. <laughs> Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not. Cause the drinks bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. <laughs> Toast to the ones here today. The fade in. Drinks bring back all the memories, and the memories bring back memories, bring back you. There's a time that I remember when I did not know no pain, when I believed in forever, and everything was stable. We're here with the cast of Family Guy. Hey, Lois, holy crap! Cause I can't reach out to call you, but I know I will. Quagmire is not very good. Everybody hurts sometimes, everybody hurts someday. But everything gonna be alright, go and raise a glass and say, Here's to the ones that we got. His Homer is bad. So awful, let's leave. Stop it, what? why is he like, drink big back on the memory? Like, what's. It's kind of Italian. Alright, so this is a guy called Weira. Yeah, Weira? let's check out what Weira's doing. Hey, Lois, holy crap. I can't do any impression. It's... <laughs> I don't even know how to do Family Guy. Okay, so this I... This reminds me of the time I tried to do Jack Nicholson. <laughs> so this is a guy who's, I guess, just does impressions. Just does Family Guy impressions. Yeah, just Family he Guy. He limits himself to one thing where he's not good at any of those things. Uh, what have we got? We've got a whole new world. Uh, part of your time. It's a whole new world, but it's Stewie being Jasmine. That was more Mr. Burns than anything. Yeah. I can do a mi- <laughs> And get uh, these Kleenex it. boxes off my feet. It's the most wonderful time of the year. His Peter's alright. I mean, I feel like... But even that's not that great. Peter's not a high bar to reach, I don't think. <laughs> this here's the thing though, because the Maroon Five thing that's been making the rounds on shitpost Reddit. Yeah. So that has 1.1 million views. The net, the video before that has 207,000. Oh no! So like this one's exploded. It's two years old as well. So like I'll come back. Have a look at the comments. Uh. Is it a lot of recent comments? So Jan twenty second, uh, twenty twenty. One month ago, I love that this was made without a single hint of irony. <laughs> <laughs> so people are shitting on him. They're not, even, they're not even laughing with him. They're laughing at him. Uh, they played this at my phone. You know I have fans on shit po- r slash shitpost. 
Um, Homer, I don't look you spending so much time on Reddit. Uh, they play this at my father's funeral every time I hear <laughs> this. I break into t- in tears and dance. Thank you, Weira. When this I at my funeral, I, that's a good, let's we'll we'll go around the room at my funeral. I want them to play "Money for Nothing" by <laughs> Dire Straits as my coffin's lowered and smoke machines go off and flashing lights. <laughs> And everyone just has to stand there And it's the extended album version Where he uses the F slur <laughs> Look at them Boom <laughs> there's go- I bet you there's a deleted version Where he's like Look at them Negroes That's the way you do it They get money from the government <laughs> um, Subsidized housing That's the way you do it Get them out of here <laughs> It's just the extended racist version of Money for Nothing. It was originally an anti-immigrant song. and he was... Really? No. Oh, no. Right. I don't know. Maybe. Could be. I have no idea. He's friends with Eric Clapton, and Eric Clapton's a bona fide racist. Yeah. I just imagine that it was a much more racist song, and Sting was like, you know, you don't have to do that. I don't know what Sting's accent sounds like. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like... That's I assume that Sting. he's kind of British, but he's got like a Scandinavian sort of look. You don't have to be racist. <laughs> you don't have to put in the F slur. But there, there is a version where he uses the F slur. Is there? Oh, yeah. That's like the normal version that just wasn't on the radio. Yeah, so I, I'm saying if that's the album version, there's got to be an M-bomb version that just didn't make it out of the studio. There was yeah. That was the first. Sting was like, I'm kind of into like tantric sex and, you know, not hating black people. Um, yeah, the, the F slur version is the first one that I heard. That's so on. funny. Not the first one that I heard, sorry. And just everyone at my funeral procession standing there just It's the, it's the first result that I got when I searched for it on Spotify. Cause I'd only ever heard it, uh, like on the radio or whatever, but Spotify had just given you the real version. The real deal. This one's for England. <laughs> but what would, what do you reckon you would have played at your funeral? What's a funeral song? I don't actually think I'd have money for nothing, but it is a hilarious image. That was the first thing that popped into my head of like smoke machines and strobe lights as my coffin is lowered. Yeah, look, man, I want drama. I want people sobbing left, right and centre. I want something like Gloomy Sunday by Billie Holiday. That's some real... Real depressing stuff. You can play it if you want. It's just like, yeah, you. I, I want people killing themselves at my funeral, basically. The next part of this podcast is commentary. <laughs> as we make commentary on copyrighted material. I've just been pitch shifting it in post, so they're listening to the Alvin and the Chipmunks version right now. <laughs> Gay. Yeah, that's cool. All I'm right. with yeah. that. That's all right. Yeah, just as like people are walking in, that's playing, and I probably have and like. Then I'd probably have. Um, then I probably hit him with a Helena from My Chemical Romance. You get one you know, song, you're dead. Helena or Helena? I thought it was Helena. You only I don't get know either way. You only get to Hel- choose Helena one song. Helena is how they say in America. 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 Um, not. Hell no, what about Dead by My Chemical Romance? That's a bit too punchy. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> put, that, put on Dead by, by, yeah. by MCR. That's actually dope. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Coffin just still the same setting. Coffin being lowered, strobe lights. Everyone's standing with their heads bowed. And if your heart starts beating, I'll be your one to you get what you deserve. The ending of your life. And if you get to heaven, I'll be the waiting baby to I get never, I what you deserve. What are you doing, you Peter Griffin? <laughs> I never got into my chemical Oh, jeez, Lois, teenagers scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> 
But Marge, no teenager oh, scared the living shit out of me. Or welcome to the Black Parade because that's like that's the emo oh anthem. It's the emo <laughs> anthem. Come on, I'm coming to your funeral just to heckle. This sucks. <laughs> Why do you have a whole playlist for your funeral? You're dead. You don't get to choose. I already have my funeral playlist on Spotify. No, I've done that already. Really? Yeah. God, I'm ready. All right, pull that up. We don't have to play everyone, but we need to go through it. I mean, I send it to send it to him oh in a link. Gosh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh gosh. Hang on. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh jeez. Cameron, what about? Oh, I mean, whoever you are, what about you? Um, I don't know. The Macarena. I'm not good. Ding 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 ding. Whoa! Actually, I was just I was thinking the they other. They don't want him. They can't stand him. <laughs> Macarena. <laughs> they're, they're, they're cackling. <laughs> I was I was thinking. Remember. Remember that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> What year did this come out? 2009. Well, this no, is it was, yeah, it was uploaded then. It would come out before, I think. Where am I sending this funereal playlist? Just share, just share it to me. It's fine. Where? On, how do you how do you share uh, your playlist to me normally? Oh, do so we need to like... kill you to get to this playlist? <laughs> All right. So like this so most most old songs you'll find are uploaded around 2011 or 2009. 2003 is when it came out. Yeah, so that which means so like obviously the video the song had already been out for for 6 years, the I'm video had already been made. And then when record labels started getting everything on YouTube and like digitizing everything and uploading everything, that means that six years after Crazy Frog, it was somebody's job to upload that to YouTube. <laughs> Just like maybe we'll get, and how many views is on there? Like maybe we'll get some hits, you know? Uh, three billion. Three billion. Fucking hell. So it's uploaded six years after the height of that song and it's yeah, still managed still... to amass fucking three billion. Three and a half, really. It's 3.4 three, three billion. So, but Boy, f- I hate that. Before we do this playlist, can I just preface, first of all? No preface. No, I'd like to preface. <laughs> right. So at the beginning of this year, um, I, there was a, a, a likelihood that I could have had pancreatic cancer and it was very terrifying um, and so there was a point where I got very morose about things and thought, you know what, I'm going to deal with this by making a funeral playlist because that's how I deal with uh, dumb emotions is I make playlists because Is there a Rage I'm Against gay. the Machine in this playlist? No. I, I, thought, I thought from the cover <laughs> art I could see, like, that one of the monk on fire. No. <laughs> no. There's not Rage Against the Machine. This is all just, like... You got a fucking bullet in your head. <laughs> no. So this was this was my way of dealing with the fact that I came very close to having cancer. So Okay. So we've got Find Me Here by Haley Williams. It's quite short, but it's nice. I can't hear anything. Neither can I. None yeah. of us can hear. None anything. Of us Why can is hear it anything? not playing here? What is happening? You might have to restart Spotify because sometimes it has a sad and is like, no, I don't want to play stuff. Man, fuck Spotify. (coughs) Stop burping into the mic, you monster. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning. Here we go. Because you're dead. So dead. This feels like it would be in a Wes Anderson movie. Mm. Bill Murray's sad about something. Oh, um, Wes Anderson is one of my favourite directors. So. I watched Rushmore the other day. <gasps> yeah? I hadn't seen that. Like, I love Wes Anderson as well, but I still have, I haven't seen everything. So the other night when I was at work, I watched No Country for Old Men for the first time. Mm-hmm. 
which has been a long time coming. Hey, man, you're not playing any more of my songs? What's this about? Um, you harassed me for the playlist. Yeah, but we're, we're organically, we're talking about movies now, right? right. Films for All the right. boys. But he can still play the, the music No Country the for Old Men, okay? Number one. That was good. I thought it had a disappointing ending. Mm. But I think Agreed. that's meant to be part of it. I don't know. That's the point, yeah. Mm. Rewatch Taxi Driver. Still maybe my favourite or one of my favourite movies. I know that's embarrassing because that's such a taxi drivers in that pantheon of college dorm poster movies like Taxi Driver, Fight Club, American Psycho of like Drive, the ones where like loner idiots on Reddit are like, he's just like me. I I don't know. I don't know how you would watch racist ass, loser ass, incel ass, Travis Bickle and be like, yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> I like the way he shot up a bunch of people <laughs> almost randomly. Have you been on Reddit? Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's yeah, just, just lean on my piano more. It's just more. very telling. Um, but the movie rocks, but it's not because... like, And look, like, through his isolation and his alienation there is a through line that makes him somewhat sympathetic but like he's not a good guy he's not a cool guy he's not himself a sympathetic guy you just can understand that maybe he's a product of his environment and Scorsese makes a cameo dropping some hard R n-bombs in the back of the cab which he wrote for himself so so yeah, that's man. good. That's that's the director. <laughs> that's uh, the Scorsese special. That's the director's treat. That's what. Uh, Tar- well, it's Tarant- a Tarantino yeah. special. Tarantino yeah. does it. Scorsese does it. Yeah. Uh, like I'm pretty sure Peter Jackson has, in- has inserted himself into some. <laughs> just in the middle of, of Lord of the Rings, like just fucking orcs. <laughs> There's got to be some horrible slur for orcs. I think, uh, like, um. J.R. Tolkien, like, there's definitely some racist undertones in there. With of course. Some stuff it's, well, it's any well. fantasy shit where they're dealing with different races is like, or sci-fi, it's like you're already in the realm of, I don't like where you're going with this, mister. So I watched those two and then I rounded it out. This was a 12-hour shift and then I rounded it out with uh, Rushmore. And Rushmore slaps and it's very cute. Mm. It's very endearing like most of Wes Anderson stuff. Comparing that, which is very early, to French Dispatch, which I watched a week or so ago. That's phenomenal. That's like a masterclass. Yeah. Like Rushmore, he's got his vibe and he's got, you know, him and him and Owen Wilson have, have got the screenwriting vibe and he's starting to assemble some of his favourite actors that he'll keep using. And the elements are there, but like French Dispatch is like, this man is a master filmmaker. I feel it's like... cute as hell. I feel like Wes Anderson... Not I lost his way isn't the right way of saying it, but kind of had a bit of a weird thing with like um, Moonrise sucked. Moonrise, but also I hated. Oh, I didn't hate it, but I hated how disappointed I was yeah. by it. Steve Zuso and the Life Aquatic is great, but I also feel like it came out at the wrong time. It wasn't like I don't know. It good. Good film, but wrong time. It didn't have its moment to shine. I feel like that's his cult. Classic, yeah, because that was the first one that I saw, and I was like, What this is amazing! What is this? This yeah. is so good. And uh, you know, and then he blew up with Fantastic Mr. Fox. Like, as soon as that came out, everybody was just I frothing. thought that I think that Tenenbaums was where he maybe, really? no, yeah, Royal, like- Royal Tenenbaums that was his maybe his breakthrough or whatever, mm, uh, his breakthrough, but not where not. Not where everybody was like absolutely frothing maybe over in, it. Maybe in our generation, like I think yeah. that he'd already had. Maybe it's a second wave, you know, like mm. Green Day's American Idiot. They had already had their Dookie. That's true, and, and then, then they, they had, appealed to the new generation. Yeah, yeah. With and American then they Idiot. really fucked it up. They did because Green Day has been sucking my hole for the last few <laughs> albums. Sorry, big fan. Nimrod was the first album I ever bought with my own cash, but um, Green Day can kind of get fucked. The first album I ever bought ever was at Mills in Fremantle, Uh and it was a Bewitched CD. Bewitched. What do they do? The say you will, say you won't, say you'll do what I don't. Say you you will, say to me, say la vie. 
Oh, say la vie. All right, more funeral songs. You know what I, so someone, I was on a date with someone the other day and they brought up the cause. The cause. I love to love you like you do me. And it just all came rushing back, these songs that I it's have like, not actively listened to, I it's mean, It's like ever. when people mention Killing Heidi as well. Like that's What a do ba- they do? Killing Heidi. Um, they. Oh, Cam, can you pull up Killing Heidi? Yep. And then. Because I have fallen in love. What about it? No, no, no. Artists, so music or a video. This motherfucker YouTubes everything that he yeah, shouldn't YouTube. One. And then when you want to YouTube something, it's like, I'm going to Google it. Yeah. <laughs> you said pull it up. This this is the... <laughs> um, but they also did a song for the Daredevil song. The oh, Daredevil no. Movie. She got white girl dreads. She does. Oh, boy. She's looking evanescence. Yeah. She's kind of nice with it, though. I'm not going to lie. Um, oh, the eye, the, the eyebrow, eyebrow piercing, piercing as well. Can you type in... Um, she looks like a hot girl version of Billy Corgan. Like 100% uh, in the face. Killing Heidi Daredevil. Try that. The world is a vampire. She looks like Billy Corgan. Sympathy for the Devil? But no. nice. Just Daredevil. Nice with it. Oh, they they had a song in Daredevil. I think so. It wasn't... Uh, you, you're dropping it. You're fumbling the bag. I don't know what song. She's like, oh, the, the, was it the show or the movie? Uh, it was the movie. Um, but Just type in... All right, Daredevil soundtrack. Maybe it wasn't for Daredevil. No, it oh was my for, God. It was for Spider-Man. Oh, no. It was for this Spider-Man. This is why we can't have women Spider-Man. on the pod. It was for Spider-Man. Killing Heidi Spider-Man. You give Googling directions as bad as bad as you give yeah. driving directions. Killing Heidi Spider-Man. I am? Killing, yes, that's killing the one. Spidey-Man. That's the one. This is where they kind of blew up a bit. This one. And then a hero will save us. Oh, remember Rage? Rage. This is extremely low res. Jesus. Is this their official channel? No, here we go. I know, I know, I know, I know, I Still in 240p on their official channel, though. When was this playing? Probably in the credits. Yeah, I think it was a Why would they blow up off of a song that was in the credits? Because it got played on the radio a lot. A lot. So it blew yeah, up because it was on the radio, not because it was in Spider-Man. No, it wasn't. So it was. It yeah, was but the used fact in that the it's in the sound, and in, yeah. the, and in the credits. Uh, and then a hero! <laughs> that Nickelback song. Yeah, and they can just intersplice. Because if it's got... This would have been pushed, not just with their label backing, but also the film backing, because if you've got so much of the film footage embedded in the video clip it's basically a promotional tool for the movie yeah so they would want does, that to it be does floating not suit she the, looks the, like billy corgan the feel the feel of the movie at all though people at home google the killing heidi singer and google billy corgan especially when she's got her teeth out when she's like singing or grinning and her teeth are out, she's kind of got the cheruby cheeks, but the vampire teeth at the same time. Yeah. I'm getting some Billy Corgan vibes. What if I played this at my funeral? I'm killing Heidi. No, 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 no. And I got white girl dreads. What is this? The Sam Raimi Spider Man theme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just watched the uh, I just watched the new Spider Man. What is it? No Way Home or something? Is yeah. that new? I thought that it's, was old. It's I mean it's old. It, it's for us. It's not old 
for him because he never it's watched anything. It's new to me. It's yeah. the most no, recent I've, one. I've never watched any Spider-Man movie other than <laughs> Sam Raimi trilogy. Yeah, it's the most recent one, and i got to say, very disappointing. What? Disappointing why? What were you... Why? Uh, it just, like... I don't know. I feel like... I what does that even mean? I feel like they're trying to tame Willem Dafoe on set, also dropping F-slurs and N-bombs. What? <laughs> this is just... Look, it, pe- people have uh, uh, pedophile conspiracies about Hollywood. People have Illuminati conspiracy. My conspiracy is that the original tape of most songs and most movies has at least 20% more N-bombs. Okay. They do that because actors have to feel in the moment. They've got to let it flow. They've got to let it fly. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, it was just... Now that you've really booped me up. <laughs> it doesn't even fit there. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like... I know, no I know, I know the whole, yeah, a whole, I know the whole movie is basically supposed to be fan service because it had, uh, like... All of the the other Spider Man franchises. Spoiler alert! I don't care. It's been they out. They all for, show up and jack each other off. It's been in. Uh, it's it's been out for ages. There's memes about it. I don't care. But yeah, I know that it's supposed to be like fan servicey, but it. I don't know. It just felt too. Um, I don't know. It just it felt too fan servicey because he's saying it, it like they're inserting quotes from the original films as well. So like, uh, Willem Dafoe is saying like I'm something of a scientist myself in the movie in moments that wow yeah it's like that's a meme it's, people it's not just remember the meme <laughs> it's not even just like let's have these cool characters it's let's have bits and pieces of the original script as well they bring back Nickelback. Uh, no. Damn. Did it have Imagine Dragons in it? Because Imagine Dragons have, are carrying the torch that Nickelback once bore. Uh, no, what? it did not. For being an extremely popular, yet you can't find anyone that seems to like them banned. Can you tighten that? That makes what? overblown... That was... Yeah. El- uh... There you yeah, go. Yeah, there um, yeah, that makes overblown pop music that's, you know, probably, like, technically proficient and they they just have hate. People hate Imagine Dragons. I imagine Dragons, the ones that are like, I'm waking up, I feel it in my boots. <laughs> <laughs> Is that them, though? Did they, they do... Is I don't it, know what they're waking did, up in your fucking Oh, uh, radioactive. Is. Yeah, they did radioactive, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Radioactive! All of their songs are just... I might listen... I like to touch kids! I like to touch kids! <laughs> I might listen to one of their albums as just like a confusing, like... Because I've only heard the songs in the radio, and I'm like, something about this just rubs me every wrong way possible, imaginable. First thing first, I'm going to say all the things inside my head. Whatever the thing is. Actually, I take it back. They're good. They're the best band in the world. Yeah, there you go. It's just so much. But you know what? Good for them for not being too cool and too ironic and too, you know, they just, it's, it, everything is just balls to the wall constantly. Do you a band that blew up in like the the height of hipsterdom and then just kind of evaporated? Vampire Weekend. Oh, yeah. They just, do, like, are they even making music still? What's that song that they do? The one that's like... Didn't they do the? Yeah, they did that too. That one also. That's the in us one, right? Yeah. That's the American release of the in us Yeah. So the American one has the has Vampire Weekend and the the. The British one. That was... Down, down, down. Down, 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 down. That's Arctic Monkeys. Down, 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 down,
It's it's weird because those two songs have a very different tone. Like they're both indie guitar songs, but like one of them, like, like that's a lot more kind of up tempo than. Both great songs. I will. I will say, but I don't know how one replaces the other. They seem to be, you would use them in completely different scene transitions, I would think. Yeah. Anyway, I wonder how many M-bombs they let fly on the set of the in-betweeners. The N-betweeners. The N-word betweeners. Ah. All right. So what were we talking about? I don't know. How do we start this? Uh... Who cares? How we... <laughs> How far are we through this one? This is this is thirty minutes. This is thirty minutes. This is. I'm gonna kill myself. We We better put together my playlist right now because if we're only thirty minutes through the free episode, I'm gonna be dead. Yeah, not really. I'm enjoying myself. It's fun. What's so? I'm sick today, so like that's why I'm not bringing in any energy. I've had just like the most ridiculous headache and body aches. It's not even COVID. I can't even get away with telling people like, oh, I've got You know COVID. why it's not COVID? Why? Because COVID's not real. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 disclaimer. That's a joke. I satire, right parody. Into that. <laughs> parody, parody, satire, um, commentary. <laughs> um, when you get COVID, people give you sympathy. They're like, oh, no, I had a friend who had that. But uh, if you just got a cold, it's like, you're a pussy. I actually How dare you ask for leave? Shut up. I have a question to ask. So there's been all this stuff going around about Scott Morrison. Like my mate sent me a meme where he's like pointing out at himself. It's the Spider-Man meme pointing at himself. What's been happening with him lately? Because something's happened where everybody's blowing up about it and being like, Scott Morrison. He forgot what he did in the cabinet or something. Is that right? I, that's what I heard. He forgot where he left his pants. (laughs) Marge. Scott Morrison definitely had, what's his wife's name? Peggy or whatever? Oh, something dumb. Um I should remember because he refers to Jenny. 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 But Jenny. You know I always wanted to be Prime Minister of Australia. You know I always wanted to go to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> mm, Scott, I think mm, that Scott, I think you should put out the fires first. Eh, let someone else do it. That's my Homer Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> my voice is all fucked up today. Yeah, my Homer's not great either. But Marge, you got right. that's how I get in with the butt Marge. Governor General says he had no reason to believe Scott Morrison's extra ministries uh, would be kept secret. Extra, what does extra ministries mean? Yeah. So what he had extra ministries and now he's lying and pretending that yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, he's pretending that it didn't happen. Yeah. Extra ministries. What does did, that mean? Did he give himself extra cabinet positions so he could pay himself more? Yeah, I think so. Ah. Oh, that's fucking baller. All right, have a look. Have a look cuz I've only I've only gleaned. And for anyone who's listening from outside of Australia, I'm um, go fuck yourself. We're talking about Australian politics now, mate. Good day. No one barbecues shrimp, by the way. We have a cold like fucking human beings. Yeah, I mean, I don't, secretly I don't... appointed to five ministries. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Including Treasury and Home Affairs. Alright, I've got Whoa. I've got my shit working. Home Affairs? But Marge is practically my name! Appointed to five additional ministries, including Treasury and Home Affairs, labeling his predecessor's actions an unprecedented trashing of our democracy. The previous Home Affairs Minister, Karen Andrews, has called for Morrison to resign from Parliament following the revelations, but the opposition leader, Peter Dutton, is standing by his former leader. Ken no. Wyatt, another former cabinet colleague, has criticized Morrison for not respecting cabinet as a key instrument in the Westminster system, but called for him to stay in Parliament. So Ken Wyatt can shove it. Yeah, Ken Wyatt can. Wyatt said, I was just blown away. I had absolutely no knowledge of it. Ken well, Wyatt is the ultimate race trader. Wyatt said he needed to stay in Parliament to be held accountable. Scott Morrison defends secret I mean, appointments. Is right to all you need to do is ask anyone with an Aboriginal or Indigenous background and they will say the same. What has happened is important and I am interested to hear what the former Prime Minister has to say. Former Liberal Prime Minister John Howard said on Tuesday night that Morrison should not resign because it would trigger an unnecessary by-election in a safe Liberal seat. Howard told ABC TV... Oh, boo fucking who, Johnny Howe? Get the fuck out of here. He fucked up. If that's the consequence, oh, I'm like, Dude, John Howard's the longest running prime minister and he actively- I wish he'd take a long run off a fucking short bridge, mate. <laughs> Fuck him. He ref- In his fucking green and gold tracksuit as well. <laughs> Fuck you, Johnny Howard. You're the reason my phone sucks. <laughs> 
You're the reason my fucking uh, private health insurance exists in the first place mm -hmm. and is so expensive. You're the reason dental isn't on Medicare. And the reason is you. <laughs> Fuck you, Johnny Howard. <laughs> yeah, but I think being the... Like, stank. I do. He's the least. They suck. I think being the longest running prime minister I means... Found just, a reason to suck. <laughs> I, I think... <laughs> It doesn't matter. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Whatever. So, Who but is, is that was that the rash? Like that's the reasoning he gave himself all these extra ministries, and obviously was not doing five times the work. He wasn't doing work for all these ministries. He wasn't doing one times the work at the job we knew he had. Yeah. But so is is the is the point that he got paid for? Other than the fact that those jobs weren't well, being well, let's done. Let's keep listening and see what it says. All right. Well, you're not going to listen to the rest of the article. Oh, I'm going to have Hooperstank the Reason play at my funeral. <laughs> no one knows who I'm sub-dissing with. Lock the doors. I'm sorry that I hurt you. All right, here's go, let's go to news.com. That's a... Oh, no. News.com sucks. Yeah, but I'm sure, it'll, like, because I don't know what having extra ministries mean. So what I'm hoping is that it'll, it'll explain it to a lay person. Uh, or like a can't get laid person. Oh! Yep, we have fun here, folks. What does it say? Uh, I don't recall being sworn into any other portfolios <laughs> beyond finance <laughs> Yeah, that's resources. the quote that I've heard. He can't remember it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Scott Morrison sworn into five secret ministries while Prime Minister. Anthony Albanese has made a bombshell revelation. Fucking Did he get paid for them? That's the oh, question. So I'm trying to find it in real time. Shut I'm up. trying to find it and I can't find it. I'm, not, I'm sick. I'm not very good at the computer. <laughs> You fucking, you hey, fucking hey, study hey, politics at high school, motherfucker. Why don't you hey, know hey, the hey. answer to this question? Because that's not... We wouldn't have studied what crime Scott Morrison yeah. was going to commit in 20 years. We're having different minutes. You're trying to find the answer of, like, what does it mean to have Control different ministries? Control F. Pay. Money. All right. Dollar signs. Control <laughs> F. Pay. Oh, look. No results. Okay. Shut up. Yeah, we're a really good podcast. Payments. It says payments. We're a really good podcast. The leader of the opposition agreed to special powers, for example, for the Minister for Finance, to make payments in an emergency circumstance because of the pandemic. We had discussions explicitly with Matthias Cormann as finance minister. We weren't aware that we were giving authority to someone else as well, potentially, to make payments. And we did it on the basis of Matthias Cormann giving commitments about consultation should any of that expenditure be necessary. Albanese declined to answer questions about whether the government would support or introduce a censure motion on Morrison, but a I don't know. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. I don't know what it I means. understand the criticism that it's not democratic that one elected official has so many cabinet, uh, so many ministry positions because it's meant to be many elected officials doing that. I feel like if he but, was getting paid multiple salaries, they would have made a big thing about, it, that, yeah, about that as well. So I yeah. don't think that's the issue. If it is, we'll find out later. So that's Australian politics. Have you ever listened to an Australian podcast? No. They're all awful. Yeah, same as ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, Expect no difference. But here's yeah. the thing, Eddie, here's the thing. What I found when, like, looking at other Australian podcasts or, like, Australian You hear that? TikTok, other potential collaborators who might give us a leg up in this highly competitive industry? Go fuck yourself. Well, like, here's what's, what's annoying about it is they overdo their Australian accent really hard. Like, I... I don't know what the fuck you mean. As, as, as an Australian, I know what a real Australian accent sounds like, and I know what a fake Australian accent sounds like. And every fucking Australian on Twitter or on TikTok is like, they sound like Simpsons characters. Yeah, like Simpsons. Why are we playing up our accents like this? Is it to it's appeal? In the agency. Are we trying to appeal to an American audience? But that's how, like, I've I've said that before about how advertisements or 
Nice, it's FM. Fuck me in my face. But like also, we accents are different state to state. Yeah, East but it's Coast not that. It's not way it's more not that different when you think about like. Oh, it is. West Coast accents are way different. Yeah, but like not compared to different states of America or different parts of England, which sound like they're from like different countries. Like Australia, I don't think varies that much. You're right. Like there's some. There's not one Australian accent, but there's three apparently. I don't think they vary that that much, but. But we do that in our own, like, yeah, like, radio sounds like this. Tune in tonight. It's fucking dick face whipper and fucko. <laughs> like, it's just <laughs> Dixie. <laughs> Dixie balls and ass flaps. <laughs> like, it's. <laughs> Last week on Big Brother. Big Brother. <laughs> Chriso fucked Scotty. Chriso fucked Scotty. <laughs> Your name has to have an O or an E or be a completely fucking stupid nickname. Chris O fucked Scotty in his ass. We called him Benchy. Remember that time he planked on a bench? <laughs> Remember plankings? Jesus. Um, yeah, I just... <laughs> Welcome to Fucko, Fuckwit and Fuck. That's what this is. <laughs> Fucko, Fuckwit and Fuck. This is That's us right now. I'm Fucko. Cameron's definitely Fuckwit. Yeah, I like your fuck. Because <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Have you ever heard the, the phrase eshe? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I've only I live in fucking Australia. I've only just heard that. fucking Australia, yeah. bro. They're, they're essentially Australian chaps. Yeah. It's Australian I, just, chaps. I know Bogans, though. No, no Bogans aren't the same. Okay. Not the same at all. Bogans are more rednecky, whereas Eshes are chavs. Eshes and chavs both wear tracksuits. Yeah. Right, okay. And they have Air Maxes and Switchblades. Yeah, the second one is a good representation. Go up of what it is. I've seen that before. Yeah. Oh, Eshes, eh? Oh, what's doing, Mr. Adlai? I'm the wallet inspector. Hand it over, Eshes. Oh, hello, young man. You must. Okay, I'm sick of this already. Yeah. This is awful. Yeah, Australians aren't good at content. We're no different, um, you know, but whatever. Have we got any Yanks in the audience? Oh, no, yeah, here we This is one that I found before. <laughs> doing the gym. First, we're going to start off with curb stomps. You're going to do that for three sets of 12. Then we've got, have you got a spare Siggy Curls for four sets of 20? After that, we have Shanks and Shivs for four sets of Till failure. Lastly, we have getting searched by the pig raisers for six sets of nine. <laughs> Why is this working? I get that it's like that's part of the bit, but it's it's so annoying. That's what we sound like, bro. Mm. Um, I don't like that. That's what we sound like. It's what we sound like to other people, but I think we play it up. Yeah, we do. But you know why we do that? You know why fucking Jim Jeffries is so fucking hilarious to people from his own fucking country? It's because we're like, <laughs> yeah, we are fucking dumb. Like, we we do, like, our national pride is in part invested in how fucking stupid and funny we are just by virtue of our existence. Yeah, but I feel... We just find it to be so fucking amusing. I th the thing is, though, I think with that, like... When the world thinks that Australians funny are funny, like they're laughing at us, whereas like they're not laughing with us. Yeah, no, of course. It's mockery. We're a joke. We're a joke country. Yeah. National I mean, pride. When China so... Taiwan's us, there's no one's going to do anything about it except be like, "Wow, how fucking crazy would that accent be?" Oh, but dude, like the Chinese Australia, fuck. People don't think Australia exists as it is. There are those conspiracy they theories. Think, so like, they think it's, it's Argentina. They think it, yeah. They, they think Australia. Any media from Australia is shot in Argentina with actors. <laughs> That's great. Why would anybody spend money to make this production? Happen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Might as well just film Argentinians. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. On the whole, like. Uh, Taiwan thing like there's I got a friend who is like he's a nice guy but he's kind of a goober he's like a Call of Duty guy and I was talking to him about like like Taiwan came up and like he was on a bit of like an anti-China thing I think we may have been talking about uh, like our 
like the fact that uh, the US is like our ally and everything. It's like, oh yeah, if like China tried to do anything to Taiwan or Australia, the US would step in. And I was like, no, they wouldn't. They're already not stepping in, re right. Taiwan. Yeah. So like this was before um, this is before the whole Pelosi thing. But what like, about the Solomon Islands thing? I am not familiar with that one. China setting up fucking bases and making agreements uh-huh. in the Solomon Islands. So, like, it's, they're doing to us. Oh, yeah. I forgot about what, that. Yeah. But yeah. also, isn't there a whole lot of stuff going on at the moment where the US have gone into, like, Chinese seas or waters? Or they got very close? Pelosi landed in Taiwan or something. Yes. Yeah, didn't China fire off a bunch of rockets in response to that, or did I make that up in my mind palace? Uh, I don't know if they fired off rockets, but they got very upset about it. Also, I know I know that this, this is a guy's normal skin, but it looks like a white dude in blackface. <laughs> wow. He looks... <laughs> Who's that? We're going to get cancelled before that? this has even started. This is the Prime Minister of the Solomon Islands. He looks oh, great. <laughs> trying to win over here. He said he's a white guy in blackface. He said he looks like one. Wow. He looks like Scott Morrison if Scott yeah. Morrison. Wow. <laughs> he does. Wow. He, looks, he looks like wow. Scott Morrison if he had more hair. Okay, just stop now. Just imagine a Hawaii backdrop behind him and I can see it. Um, look up. Look up, um, like... U.S. Navy in China seas or something, because there was something about that quite recently where the U.S. got very close to, like, a China border and the Chinese were like, you better Maybe. step yeah, back. Yeah, don't want that China water. Uh, also, yeah. Google China fires rockets. U.S. Navy, yeah, what does it say? Go up. U.S. Navy. Oh, get fucked out of my ass. <laughs> CNBC. Uh, right. Navy is seeing more unsafe aerial intercepts by China. No, that's that's no. not it. No, it's it's something to do with Navy challenges Chinese. There you go. CNN. There you go. For a second time in a week. Seoul, South Korea, CNN, a U.S. Navy warship on Saturday challenged Chinese claims to disputed islands in the South China Sea. The U.S. 7th Fleet said in a statement, the second operation of its kind this week. The guided missile destroyer USS Benfold sailed near the Spratly Islands, known as the Nansha Islands in China, in the southeastern South China Sea in a so-called Freedom of Navigation Operation, FONOP, the 7th Fleet statement said. The U.S. Navy operation in the island chain where China has built military forces. Freedom of Navigation Operation just <laughs> sounds like code for I'll go where the fuck I Yeah, want. I'm meant to fucking be here, mate. Where Are you meant to fucking be here? Freedom of, freedom of Navigation the, the, just the sounds... The abbreviation is FONOP. We're doing a FONOP, mate. FONOP. It's a FONOP. It's a FONOP. Fortifications on man-made islands challenged restrictions on innocent passage imposed by the People's Republic of China, PRC, Vietnam, and Taiwan, the statement said. In violation of international law, the PRC, Vietnam, and Taiwan purport to require either permission or advance notification before a military vessel engages in innocent passage through the territorial sea of the relevant feature, it added. Territorial sea refers to the waters within 12 nautical miles of a nation's coastline is recognized by international law. The Philippines, Malaysia, and Brunei also claim sovereignty over parts of the Spratly Islands, but the U.S. Navy statement did not say its warship was challenging any of their claims. Saturday's operation was the fourth FONOP challenging Chinese claims this year and the second such operation for the Benfold in the past four days, according to Navy statements. On Wednesday, it performed the same mission in the Paracel Islands, a chain in the northern South China Sea known as the Shisha Islands in China, which is also claimed by Vietnam. Shisha Islands, yes. Let's blow some fucking clouds. So basically, they're just, they're poking the bear. They just go in there and they'll be like, what? What are you going to do, cunt? Yeah, challenging claims that they, that it's their island. I didn't see your name on it. They're just rolling past with their warships being like, I didn't see your name on it. All right, so... The Prime Minister of Solomon Islands has guaranteed there will never be a Chinese military base in his country, saying that any such deal with Beijing would undermine regional security, make Solomon Islands an enemy, and put our country and our people as targets for potential military strikes. He has also said that Australia remains the security partner of choice for Solomon Islands and he would only call on China to send security personnel to the country if there was a gap that Australia could not meet. Speaking exclusively to The Guardian, RNZ and SIBC in his first media interview since signing the controversial security deal I like that gap is in inverted commas. Let me assure you all again, there is no military base, nor any other military facility or institutions in the agreement. And I think that's a very important point that we continue to reiterate to the family in the region, he said. We are family, Anthony Albanese meets Solomon Islands PM amid tension over China deal, read more. News of the deal with China sparked huge concern among Western countries, particularly language in the text saying China would be permitted to make ship visits. But Sogavere pushed back against claims it would lead to a military base in the country, which lies less than 2,000 kilometer from Australia's east coast. 
I have said it before and I will say it again, that is not in someone's interest, nor the interest of the region for any military base, to be established in any Pacific island country, let alone Solomon Islands, Sogaver said. I think the reason is simple, the reason is regionalism, the moment we establish a foreign military base, we immediately become an enemy. And we also put our country and our people as targets for potential military strikes. Sogaver also said that Chinese security personnel would only... Well, that's Solomon good. Island. Yeah, I mean, that's somewhat reassuring. Oh no, he's smiling next to someone. I mean, he's gotta. You gotta play nice. Islands by Solomon Islands government if Australia could not meet the request for security assistance from the government. Man, people are going to love this section of the podcast where we just have, like, your Pacific geopolitics. Well, no, not only that, like, your text-to-speech thing just flying through it. Just next time I'll read it. I just had to sit closer to the screen. You don't read as good as Speechify. It's actually not a bad text-to-speech, to be honest. It's really good. Like, you do, you obviously have to pay for it, but I get to it We'll bring it back. Just give me a sec. All right. Yeah. Oh. There we go. <laughs> you see, now we're bringing it back. We're bringing it okay. back. A podcast for men. A po- ABFM, a podcast for men. Okay, so as a... As a- what the hell... What the hell song is that? Because that's terrible. Yeah. That's, uh, can you hear the silence? That's the Giga Chad song. Can you hear the silence? I'm pretty sure that's what? the one. Can you feel my heart? Listen it's to Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah. yeah. Tell me I'm the only one. Is Play it really love or just I used to listen to Bring Me the Horizon a lot. They're not the worst band in the world. They, I like their Cut Up album, the remix one. Mm. That slapped. What was interesting was that I didn't like any Bring Me The Horizon songs, and I didn't like any of the producers that were on the Cut Up album, but somehow I liked you the liked Cut it. Up album. Fair of enough. those producers remixing their songs. All right, what were you saying, Ellen? That was definitely the soundtrack to being... It was a soundtrack to a lot of drunk driving. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Outing yourself. It's not um, good, people. I was I was a young, reckless individual. Were now um, I take lithium. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask, like, obviously this is technically you guys' podcast. For I'm just here. I'm just the token woman. What? What do you? What are you <laughs> <laughs> Go on. What are you actually wanting to achieve with all of this? I we said it's fucko, fuckwit, and fuck. Okay. Can you <laughs> What are we trying to achieve with it? Um, are we pitching this to you? You're already here. Yeah, yeah. what's the elevator pitch? Yeah. Come on, Cam, give, pitch a, it to give me. us a pitch. It's it's a, come on, fuckwit. It's a, it's a podcast for men. That's it. That's all you need to know. Nothing else. There's nothing else that I need to know about it. <laughs> Why should I listen to this podcast instead of other much better podcasts? There are no better podcasts. This right. is the best podcast. Okay. This is my elevator music for your elevator pitch. It wasn't very good. Bruh. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sick today. So one thing that we've got to do is get a better soundboard. Yeah, I'm just going through my instance right now. Yeah, we've just got a a crappy generic one. Which makes us exactly as good as uh, Fresh and Fit, Andrew Tate. More like Andrew Tate. Yeah, I'll keep making that joke. Um, definitely what, the first person. Definitely to the first person to do it. Number one champion sound. Um, yeah, what are we trying to do? Like, I mean, you know, we're men. We're consumers of podcasts. And mm-hmm. we're observers of, like, I think... Like, I I think that men, young men, I mean, all men, need a little bit of help, need a little bit of solidarity with each other because there is a few shifts occurring socially, right? Mm. And some of those shifts are necessary and important. 
some are not executed right or there are, you know, individual bad actors. So, like, for example, rather than be vague, there's there's things about feminist changes in society that are good and there's bad actors who maybe uh, enforce or speak about it in a way that's, you know, not productive, mm-hmm. right? But we can say that there are shifts in society. Um, we need to acknowledge that they can displace men in society and displace men's roles and displace what, you know, how men are supposed to think and feel and act. And, you know, we're half of the fucking population. We're not fucking going anywhere. So there's a way I think in which to get men on somewhat of a same page when it comes to society, when it comes to self image, when it comes to mental health, when it comes to a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Mm. Um, And I feel like that needs to come from men. Uh, we should listen to women and we should listen to people who are not men. But I think that we've got to have some man shit for men, boys shit for the boys, lads shit for the fucking lads. And if we don't do it and people like us don't do it, then you get fucking Jordan Peterson. Then you get fucking Andrew Tate. Then you get fucking Joe Rogan. You get these people who, because that void exists, you know. We're mm. not the first people to recognize that this void exists where men need a little bit of help and need a little bit of something for them in this society. And you look at the clean people who are currently. Clean up your room. I, Jordan Peterson, I declare this as a certified bra moment. The, the other day I pinned an ir- irritated tweet. I pinned the tail on the donkey. The other I keep saying pinned instead of penned. The other day I pinned my dick into my ass by by tucking my flaccid penis and underneath my my balls pushing it through the balls across the gooch and into the rectum and I placed it there and then I I put my legs together and I said I'm a little girl I'm a little look at me I'm a chaotic little girl I'm <laughs> so a dragon I'm a dragon I'm a chaotic dragon with a with a smooth vulva. <laughs> so, <laughs> so somewhat bring it back. And I wanna I so wanna fuck c- Jordan Peterson. I've got your book, bitch. And it sucks ass. Uh so kinda bring it back, I wanna talk to you, Cam. Yeah. Um fuck with. <laughs> I remember you. I remember you saying a while ago that you were very much on the uh, alt-right pipeline for a while. Oh, yeah, same. I mean, go, fuck with you. go <laughs> take, take it from here, but same. And I think there will be a lot of, of covering our oh, uh, yeah, so brush like, with, uh, with, with that. So I'm 24 now. Uh, I was, what, like, uh, I was 16 in, like, 2015, thereabouts. And that's when, uh, like, SJW cringe started to really blow up on YouTube. Because I've been, I've been, like, on YouTube every day pretty much uh, since I was maybe, like, 12 years old. So it starts, I think, with, like, uh, it starts with when you get into, like, uh, atheism and stuff. So, like, when you're a teenager and you figure out that God isn't real and you watch, like, George Carlin or something and you go through that edgy phase of, like, God isn't real. For me, it was Bill Hicks and Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, so, like, God isn't real. Everyone else is stupid except me. And then you realise after a while that that's not a personality trait. That's just annoying. So, uh, like, there's a period there where you're watching, like, debates between like Richard Dawkins and some creationist and you feel clever because you're watching like ah oh, the smart man is is Yeah, I couldn't finish his book God Delusion. I tried. It was He's yep. such a fucking nerdlinger. It's just too hefty. The problem is is that it's not written for the layman and if you're not if you're not at his level then kind of comprehending a lot of what is written is is very taxing i would say here's the thing like i don't know that that's necessarily like always the case like maybe because i I haven't read it so i don't know if it's like just in general let's shit on it's dense it's very dense well the thing is though is like i don't know that it has to be because he's basically he's writing a book about why like god just necessarily can't exist or why he's trying to justify why he doesn't believe in god but i think 
just him, his personality is like trying to be as intellectual as possible with like very little uh, dick source material energy, very little dick energy. Well, it's just I don't know. He's he's just like uh, I'm I'm super clever when I don't think you have to act like you're super clever in order to refute the existence of God. Wasn't Ricky Gervais in the Four Horsemen? Oh yeah, Ricky Gervais. Which is like if Ricky Gervais is part of your intellectual club. I mean, it's the same thing as the intellectual dark web and Joe Rogan and yeah. Dave Rubin are fucking members. It's like how fucking intellectual can we be? That's that's the thing. Is like that's that was proto pre uh, intellectual dark web. That's. You know, that was the original... Oh, the, the Venn diagram there is probably just a circle. A slightly smudged circle. <laughs> yeah, so... Anyway. You get into Atheism YouTube, and then you, you need a new fix. So it's uh, SJW cringe, and it's like, you know, some somebody with blue hair says something silly, and then it cuts to a picture of a, like, rainbow... Uh, bear or something being like, actually, it's you're wrong. Like, you know, that's... words of violence. Yeah, so like somebody will say something that is like on its face uh, stupid or it's taken out of context or whatever, and then it cuts to some like smug sounding rabbit in a suit. They all have suits. <laughs> that rabbit in a suit. <laughs> yeah. This is how I. Uh, indicate my class the classiness of my ideas literally like they all fucking spoke like they had phds even though they were openly anti-intellectual being like oh universities are bad now Mm. and uh not like they were when i never went there yeah, so they were either dropouts or former or like current students that were just all like meh about it but like because they because of like the kind of content that they were making they had this like there was this rule of anonymity so everybody had their avatar was like a cartoon bear or something mm. one guy act literally is a cartoon bear his, his name's bearing and for the longest time he used a a bear that was a stolen asset from uh, Total Drama Island mm. and then all his videos got pulled off YouTube because the the, the company or whatever found out the studio found out and he got in trouble like cartoon network or something That's no hilarious. i can't i can't remember uh the the name of the company let me find it anyway this is definitely is an answer to whatever question <laughs> fuck over here asked that's us. Yeah, how absolutely. you that's how you get that's my point is you that's how you get into the alt-right pipeline because you start it usually starts with atheism youtube i, I think well goes to s anti-sjw youtube and then it just gets progressively harder until you get then, into like nazi youtube but then how did you take the 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 turn out of that pipe like so the Around that time... How are we doing for time? Because this might be a next episode. Though. We're up to an hour now. It's an hour and one minute. Uh, the Can short answer is I started watching ContraPoints because out of 2015 and 2016 anti-SJW, anti-feminist, anti-activism, basically, it's literally just like, we don't like that you're activists. A bunch of content creators who were actually educated and intelligent and could write decent scripts... Uh, came out of the woodwork and started making content. And that was like, that's ContraPoints, Philosophy Tube, H-Bomber Guy, and a, and a few others. And you watch those videos and it's like, huh, that's actually a very good point. And this person does actually seem kind of silly. Shout out ContraPoints for saving my boy over here. Um, all right. Well, we I think that we should delve more into that because, look, the, the alt-right... The pipeline, um, the manosphere, the intellectual dark web, all of this stuff is going to play, it's all going to feature, I think, pretty heavily once we get, you know, this is is the second free episode, the third episode overall. Um, I'm calling them pilot episodes. Uh, This kind of stuff is going to feature in it because, like, we're trying to have fun here and, like, just fucking chill and talk shit, but, like... You know, it, uh, I won't hide the ball that, you know, we're, we're trying to reach reach the boys out there, man, before they get snaffled up by fucking Jordan Peterson or whoever the fuck, you know, so. Before they start shooting up places. So for the woman in the room, because. Shut up! <laughs> 
Because I don't think this happens to women nearly as much as it happens to men. Mansplain it to me. Mansplain the reasoning why this happens. Basically, you're awful and, yeah. and we resent you for existing. Wow. You're what? too busy having your fucking period and having abortions. You don't understand what it's like being a man. Being a man. I mean, I, I honestly Men don't. have to go through certain, not me personally, but other men. Men. <laughs> men I, with children that I will never have. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think yeah, we just, can get into that on the next step, but the short answer I think would be, like I said, there's social changes that are displacing where men have been in our society for a long time. And the way in which some of those changes are executed, or the way in which they're communicated, or just the very nature of the zero-sum game of of privilege and social status, the displacement mm. of men and of boys and the changing of things leaves men angry, confused, um, searching for something, searching for meaning, searching for guidance, searching for a direction. Um, there's a, yeah, and so they're, they're out there looking for male figures, daddies, if you will, to, to kind of guide them. I think in that way, men are more vulnerable to this kind of content. And, you know, there may be equivalents on women's side. Women are, you know, even women are more kind of hardened to it because women have been realizing over generations how they're exploited and manipulated by certain facets of the media. So I think there's some you know, women, women have their kind of things that they're susceptible to that target them and then and try and exploit their sensibilities or lack thereof. Not that women lack sensibility, but in those particular sort of aspects. And this is the men version. This is the men mm. version of, um, uh, uh, you know, body image shit on Instagram or yep. magazines. You know, when we were younger, like, you know, girls' magazines just fucking up women left, right and centre. This, this is the man version of it. And it's, it's more recent because it's a recent development in society, whereas women have been dealing with their version of that kind of manipulation for so long that they're, they're ahead in terms of realising, oh, hey, wait, like we, we get taken for a ride here all the fucking time. Mm. That would be my answer. And that, I think, is that for pilot episode number three of APFM, a podcast for men. Uh, fuck with. I'm fucko, you're fuckwit, this is fuck. Let's uh, play us out over here.